Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Puck Perspective Podcast with your hosts, myself, Dylan Robertson, and my co-host, Alex Kack. And here today, we're going to be taking an early season look, about one month in now, just over, at the um, teams who have sort of surprised in a good or bad way who we think are pretenders, and who we think are the true contenders. We're going to go division by division, and then we're going to maybe talk about some other NHL storylines and look at the increased scoring and how many players we think are going to finish the year with 100 points. And if we don't mention your team and our pretenders v. contenders, it's because they're a mediocre team now, and we think they're mediocre at the end of the season, so it doesn't even matter. And we hate them. Yeah. (laughs) Anything for the Leafs. Okay, let's start off with the, in the Eastern Conference, the Metro. Spice it up a little bit, not starting with the Atlantic this time. Oh, yeah. Um, We've got leading, or near the top of the division... We've got the New Jersey Devils. Now, who saw that coming? Uh, I, could, I, I, I thought it would be flip-flop, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I thought New Jersey was going to be bottom of that division, 7-8. Yeah. If I it, it goes in line with my season prediction. Maybe I put them sixth, but I did not think they'd be a very good team this no, year. Definitely but not. Boy, have they surprised. They have been very good. You got Will Butcher playing like an animal, absolutely. Nico Heischer. Nico Heischer. Jesper Bratt. Who saw that kid coming? I know. I didn't even heard of him coming Six this year. Sixth rounder in 2016. I don't even know how you establish yourself I don't know. It's in crazy. one year being that low of a pick. Played for the London Knights last season, and now he's producing for the New Jersey Devils. Yeah. It's crazy. And then your highest score is Brian Gibbons, which... Yeah, that's nuts. And we got Corey Schneider, bounce back season looks like. Well, that, that, that could be expected. Corey yep. Schneider's a really good goalie, so I'm Definitely. not surprised about that necessarily. But the makeup of this team, they're an offensive team. They've gone away from the old style yep. of the New Jersey trap. This is the most exciting New Jersey Devils team we have seen. I've seen in my entire life uh. since I've been a hockey fan. And it is nice to see, for sure. I don't Now, do you think that they are going to keep it up for the rest of the year, or what do you think is going to happen? So it's kind of like the Leafs last year, except the Leafs start off terribly. They just blew a whole bunch of games, whereas New Jersey is holding on for the wins. Remember that one against the Leafs? Oh, wait. Three on five goal? Oh, yeah. That that was a a, a great one. I loved watching that game. I was not a fan, actually. I I called it when that puck was going down the ice. I'm like, oh, I feel a shorthanded goal. And I think the Leafs had like seven expected goals that game. They they did. It was uh, they hit the post like three times. Yeah. It was brutal. But sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> oh no, that's 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 fine. You can break my heart just like that. <laughs> um, but this New Jersey team, you just gotta expect them to run out of steam at some point, I don't know. you? I think so. I, I when Brian Gibbons has already scored, I don't know exactly close to ten seven, goals. Yeah, seven, something like that. Seven eight. Something like that. Um, yeah. I, I just don't think it's totally sustainable for them to stay at the top of the division. I mean, who knows? They they have had some surprising players. So it's not crazy to say that they'll make the playoffs. But I definitely see them coming back down to earth a little bit. 
Well, you also have to take into account Paul Mary has been injured for yep. a large stretch of the season, and they're still performing like this. And he's a first line player for them, so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous that they've been able to pull this off. It is crazy. I honestly. I don't know if I can believe in New Jersey yet, so I'm going to put them as pretender. Yep, I but too. they could be contenders if they keep this up for another month. Definitely, definitely. Um, another team in that division who's had a great start has been the Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, this is the team in the division, personally, who I am the most high on. I'm, I definitely think that Columbus is a contender this year. They got Bobrovsky in net. And coming off of winning the Vezina, can't complain there. Then they've got a great young decor. Oh, yeah. With a lot of young, skilled forwards up front. So I'm definitely high going into, uh, in them for the rest of the season. How do you feel about them? Yeah, I agree with everything you said. They've got the they've got the offense. They have a pretty ridiculous defense given their age. And Sergei Borovsky and that. I picked him for the Vezina, so. Exactly. You better not prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that team contender all the way. I would not be surprised to see them uh, hit the second round this year after managing yep. a single win last year in the playoffs. Definitely. And then now an interesting team. Yes, a very interesting team. I think in this division on. is the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah. What happened there? Um, I I just think. Well, looking at their them so far this season, they've played a couple less games, so that obviously hurts them for the point wise. But um, I don't know; they just haven't been able to score enough, and I think that that should even out as the season goes on. But I, I'm still as high as I was going into the year. I think. How do you think? How do you feel? Yeah, I definitely think Carolina has the opportunity to be a playoff team this year. I'm not necessarily saying they're going to win the cup, but you look at that decor, they probably have the best young decor yeah. in the league. And they're all signed long term, which yeah. is incredible. They could turn into the top decor, yeah. which is pretty crazy when you think of what Nashville and Calgary have already built. Yeah. And their forwards are surprisingly underrated, but mm-hmm. maybe they aren't so underrated if they're not producing. Yeah, that's true. Any rate whatsoever. Yeah. But yeah, I don't expect them to stay at the bottom of the division. I still think they're going to make the playoffs, but it, they've got more competition than I thought they would, with New Jersey being this good so far. So who do you push out, though, of the playoff spot? Because for me, if we I, drop New Jersey out, that does leave space for Carolina. Yeah. But this division is To be scary. honest, so far, I don't think Pittsburgh has been good enough to make the playoffs. They're... They've given up, they've um, allowed over 60 goals or so now, I believe. And their goal differential is way in the negative. So I know they've had a bit of a low PDO and some bad luck early on in the year, but I just don't think they have the depth on forward and their defense have not looked very good. So I, 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 this might be a bit of a hot take, but. I kind of think that the Penguins might miss the playoffs this year. That's a, a dangerous accusation to make when you have a player like Sidney Crosby. I know, but he's in minus 11, so that must mean he's bad, right? Yeah, that, yeah, because yeah, uh, minuses are, at least I think he's minus 11. Something like that. Something like that. Last time I checked. Minuses, uh, 
it's a dangerous stat to play with, but it's got to mean something because you're still on the ice for the goals. So mm. you never know there. So I think that's uh, yeah. All the other teams, I think Washington should probably be close again, but, but they're not what they were before. No. They, their hot start really. The, the Rangers, I didn't think they would be good, and they haven't been so far. No surprise, really. Yeah, Philly's been an exciting team. They play well one night and they suck another night. Kind of one of those roller coaster teams. Reminds me of the Leafs. Yep, exactly. And the Islanders have been good. Gonna be interesting watching them with JT Barzell's five assist Barzell, game. Yeah, on Sunday. On Sunday, that yeah, that was nuts. I I can't believe that. Yeah, let's uh, take a look at the Atlantic, and then we just mentioned every team in the Metro. So maybe we'll mention your team too. If you aren't a Leafs or a so, Sunspan. basically, if they we don't mention them, we really hate your team. Yes. <laughs> so let's start it off simple and easy. Tampa Bay contender all the way. Yeah. One of the well, best goalies. Too. Nice. One of the best goalies in the league in Vasilevsky. Well, okay, I don't know if you can so call him one of them yet, but this season he has been. You have a very good defensive core led yep. by Hedman, and then. The you can't say enough about their forwards. Duo, dynamic offensive duo right now in the league. For sure. Yeah. Bar it's, none. It's no question. Stamkos and Kucherov have been ridiculous this year. Yeah. No, I I definitely saw Kucherov coming on, yeah. but Stamkos, I didn't know how he was going to play. I just, for, for his sake, and it's just a better league when he's healthy. So I hope he can stay healthy this for year. Sure. Cause I want to watch him play in the playoffs with Kucherov. That would be fun. Well, just not against the Leafs. They can, yeah, they can again, play other teams. I, I would be happy if they play the Leafs, but uh, just not in the sense. Man, that, that would be so heartbreaking. I know. First round exit to that team. Yeah. Well, let's let's not curse it. We, yeah. Leafs would win, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, they've had a great start, and I would expect that it will continue. So the Ottawa Senators, they are another team sitting near the top of the division there. Well, definitely a, a ways away from Tampa Bay. Yeah. They've definitely got uh, this this bye week going for them right now. Yeah, it's going to be so interesting to see them play Colorado. With Duchesne. On Friday and Saturday. With Duchesne, his first two games for the Sens against his old team. It's going to be interesting to watch. And it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of the season unfolds with him as the new number one center replacing Kyle Turris. But uh, I, I expect Ottawa will make the playoffs. But I really have no idea if they're going to be a contender for the rest of the season. I, I, don't, I think it could go either way. Yeah. The most surprising thing, I think, about this trade is they didn't wait until they were in Sweden so that they'd only have to pay for a one-way ticket for <laughs> Duchesne because Malik, you know, he's pretty cheap on the the purse there. Yeah, but no, they're. I think with Eric Carlson in there, he got a pretty good forward group. Honestly, a defense that, like we've been saying for most of these contenders, is very above average, very solid. And Craig Anderson. Criminally underrated goalie. He has been a stud for years, and he just gets no respect. Yep. He definitely was in the spotlight last year, but for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I look at this team, and I say, okay, I don't want to believe, but I do. Yes, and Anderson hasn't been great so far this year, but like you said, he's so steady. He'll, he'll bounce back and play well the rest of the season, I'm guessing. 
And Mark Stone is having a huge bounce back season, which I think is massively important for this team to have a guy who can score up front. They can't just rely on Eric Carlson every game. But so far, well, you can. it hasn't mattered. Exactly. You can rely on Eric Carlson. He'll come through. He's yeah. potentially the best player in the league. Yeah, definitely. No knock on Sidney Crosby. Definitely up there. Well, Sidney Crosby is a negative 11, so. Or something like that. Something like that. Um, and then let's talk about everyone's favorite team to hate. Those the Toronto. Montre- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Leafs were everyone's favorite team to hate. Yeah, I guess. But, uh. What do you think about them? Pretend oh, pretender or contender? Hard to say. Yep. It's interesting. Both our teams are kind of in that same spot. Well, honestly, I think Ottawa is more of a contender right now than the Leafs are, which pains me to admit. At the beginning of the season critic- I said Toronto would have been more of a contender than Ottawa. Yeah. But Ottawa plays the system so much better. And we saw it being successful in the playoffs last year. So For sure. We know that it can happen. They were a goal away in double OT to oh. getting to the finals. Completely agree with that. I just, this Leafs team at the beginning of the season, first nine games, I would have said contender all the way, playing the parade, we're going up and down Young Street with our shirts off, waving them in the air, getting I'm, arrested. I yeah, you will. You'll be working in a bar or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, and, and, and then this recent stretch of games, and it, I'm losing faith in this team a little bit. Like, obviously, I believe the Leafs will bounce back, but they aren't showing me they're a playoff team right now. So they're, they're in a little bit of an iffy area. Mm-hmm. But I think it, I need a little bit, like, one more month of bad playish, and I'm moving them to pretender. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I still think they are a contender, but... The way they've been playing the last few weeks has been very disappointing, and if that continues, I I'm gonna start losing faith in their odds this year, to be honest. And then let's uh, let's just talk about one other team, just to mention them: the Montreal Canadiens. Yep, they suck. Yep, they should trade Carey Price, tear it all down. I try to hurt something about trading. I, Carey I don't think Price. anyone would want Carey Price, though, would they? At ten and a half for yeah. eight years. No thanks. I'll pass. I will pass on that one. <laughs> Montreal, you're stuck with him. Yep. The former best goalie in the world is now yours for eight more years. Yes. So, yeah, they're a pretender. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think they've, they're as bad as they've shown, but I don't think they're a contender this season unless they somehow went out and got John Tavares. But it if, could happen. If it happened, maybe. But Alex right. Galchenyuk for John Tavares straight up. Isles would do it every day of the week. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, if, if that happened. Although Montreal has a whole bunch of cap space, so you never know. They're saving up for a John Tavares. Saving up for something. But oh. other than that, I feel like everyone is kind of where we thought they would be. Florida, Buffalo at the bottom. Boston. I, I guess Detroit has been a little bit better than we originally anticipated. Yeah. But... Um, I'd expect them to draw. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go too far this season. Same with Bo- Boston's been injured, but again. Eh, I have a bit of faith in Boston to climb up the stands. More than Detroit. Definitely more than Detroit. But yeah, the, relatively, the season, it's gone kind of how I thought it would in the Atlantic. Yeah, for the most part. I did think Buffalo would be a little bit better, but... Same. 
I think I was a little bit too optimistic. I believe too much in the Jack Eichel hype yeah, train. Exactly. I thought he would have the a similar impact to what Connor McDavid had on the Oilers, but it has not been that way for them. Is it that Jack Eichel just isn't Connor McDavid, or is it that Buffalo is Buffalo and Ed- Buffalo is just Buffalo? But then again, Edmonton this year. Edmonton is Edmonton and Buffalo is Buffalo. Yep. Or is Edmonton Buffalo and Buffalo's up? I don't know. They both suck. Yeah. So far. Next, probably the best division in the league. I don't think there's any other one that comes close. No? Uh, I think that the Metro is pretty good. Yeah, the Metro is good. But the most consistent division? Consistently strong. Yeah. Where the team that is currently in last, I had finishing first in the division. Same. Yeah. It is. The Minnesota. Well, I was going to say the Central Division, but. Yeah. Yes, the Minnesota Wild. They're ruining a lot of. Well, actually, Vegas is probably pretty happy because people Mm -hmm. probably bet on them. But uh, crazy division so far this year. Yeah. Who would have guessed this would be the result? Well, they so are so, the teams are just so close at the moment. It is ridiculous. But I think the real surprise of that division, well, apart from Minnesota being not so great, although they have played a few fewer games, St. Louis. Yeah, they've been unbelievable. Who thought they would be this good of a team? Does, I mean, I mean, I thought they'd be okay, but like this good, no. Does getting Braden Chen turn you from, like, mediocre to absolute beast mode? Does getting rid of Kevin Shattenkirk Shattenkirk do that for you? I guess so. Kevin Shattenkirk's the problem. St. Louis (laughs) was mired in mediocrity for years with (laughs) Kevin Shattenkirk. Look at Washington now. Coincidence? And New York. Oh, yeah. And New York. Coincidence? I think not. Exactly. But to be honest, Jaden Schwartz has been ridiculous this season so far. What a start he's had. Absolute beast. And Alex Petrangelo as well. I mean, to be honest, I kind of think Carlson should win the Norris or come very close every season. But Petrangelo is making a great case for himself this year. He has been awesome. He's putting up points. He's scoring big goals for them. Including two against the Leafs, one which shouldn't have counted, but did. That was on Saturday night, right? Yes. Yeah. That when was a Shen slashed Anderson in the face. Yeah, that's still so weird that they didn't challenge that play. But that was a questionable call, but we'll let it slide, Babcock. Yeah. You fool. So both of us, I, I don't know, do you consider them to be a contender still? Yes. Obviously. I consider St. Louis to be a contender. I believe in that team. Yep, I do too. I don't I don't think they're necessarily going to finish first in the division, but they've shown me enough to prove that they could go far this season. Yep. This could be the year for St. Louis. Yep, definitely. Um, another team that's had a good start, or they've been good after having a poor first couple games is the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, I definitely didn't have too much faith going into this team this season because I thought their goaltending situation was not the greatest. Mason yeah. is okay. Like yeah. he's 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 a serviceable starter. But then Hollybuck stole the show. Yep. He's been awesome so far. I think 
he's only lost a couple games for them, I think. He's been amazing. Yeah, and they're uh they're they're winning. They're fun they're a fun team to watch too. Got tons of talent up front and you got guys like Bufflin, Truba who are always fun to watch on the back end as well. Ehlers, watching Ehlers, Line A, Shifley, Wheeler. Ehlers this just goes on and on and on. Ehlers is a been, guy to watch. He's been awesome this season. He's been better than Line A, I think. His skating? Yep. And that absolutely shot? Absolutely ridiculous. Insane. He is uh, definitely a player to watch on Winnipeg. Line A is... He's had a slow start a little bit. Yeah. But I, I, he'll score. He'll put up a lot of goals this I've year. I've always hated Line A's face. Yeah. It's just so, like, punchable. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, it's, you can grow some really dirty beards, too. Oh, yeah. His beard's just... Oh, Terrible. So bad. At least, like, on the Leafs, they, yeah. they don't allow beards. So, like, you don't have those scruffs on, like, Matthews, Nylander. And I'm not even going to mention Marty. He can't grow shit. Yeah. But, man, Line A, you got to yeah. trim that. Please. That's why it's not scoring. For the sake of, like, Winnipeg. You walk in the streets. I guess like, it is outside. cold. But yeah, but he's from Finland. Like, yeah. you'd think he'd be used to this. I don't know, man. Trim that. Awesome. So, I think we're... Uh, so, pretenders or contenders, Winnipeg? It's contenders. I was high on them going into the year, and I still am. I I think they're going to do well. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think I'm uh, going to take a 180 on Winnipeg. I said they were going to be garbage this year and i am now saying they will make the playoffs well disclaimer as long as hellebuck is actually good like he's this is is for real yes if he's for real i think they're a really good team if he isn't for real uh they're gonna have issues who likes lotteries yeah exactly awesome so i think uh, another team we need to look at is the colorado avalanche yeah they been decent to start the year. They had a really good first <laughs> couple of games. Take this in. They're already a third of the way, at least, I believe. They, I think to, they scored 48. They got 48 points. Yeah. yeah they're, so they're a third of the way to their point total from last season already. Yeah. That threw just a handful of games. That's ridiculous. That is... Uh... That's not a stat you want to be hearing like a few weeks into your season. No. Um, well, maybe it is because it shows improvement. I guess it does. And a maturing in character. But, yeah, this team, I don't think they have what it takes, especially yeah. with trading Duchesne away. But I like what they've shown. Yeah. They're definitely a pretender, but they've they've got a future. Yakupov is looking decent, actually. Yeah, surprisingly. They're, they're moving... They're getting worse, but they're moving in the right direction, if you know what I mean. Yeah, unlike Vancouver many, many times, where they yes. just kept the Sedins and yeah. kept trying to do a patchwork job. And they yeah, it doesn't suck. work out. It doesn't work out ever. But they didn't suck enough. Yes, you have to suck. You have to really suck yeah. to be good, Yeah, if you know what I mean. You have to suck hard to be good yeah. at your job sometimes. Yeah. Life <laughs> okay. lesson. Life lesson right there. And then I think we take a look at the Minnesota Wild. Just, I don't even know what's going on. I haven't watched them very much, to be honest. I know they've had a lot of injuries. A boatload of injuries. Yeah. Dunick hasn't been playing as well, but again, they're not really like, like, I don't know. They are scoring some goals, but. 
yeah, it's just been a rocky start for them. I mean, I think they'll pick it up. So I still have them as a contender, but yeah, even though they're at the basement, but um, yeah, not a good start, definitely. It's still early in still the season, early. and last year they had what most people in the NHL call the most complete team. Yeah, and they've still retained most of that core, so I think they'll be fine. They just need to get guys back off the injuries. Brandlin's back. Bruce Boudreaux teams are always good, so. That's that's a hockey fact right yeah. there. Bruce Boudreaux has like something ridiculous, like an eight hundred winning percentage in his career. Yeah, or 700. I think he's third highest ever, or is he first? He should be like first highest ever in winning percentage. I'm gonna look that up really quickly, but it's it's ridiculous. He just picks the teams that he thinks is gonna be good, which is not a bad idea, and he just leads them to more victories when they're absolutely ridiculously good. Yeah, if you take out guys who've only had a couple starts, he is number two in winning percentage behind Scotty Bowman. That is insane. Pretty ridiculous. 655 winning percentage. So maybe I uh, overrated him a little there, but that's that's huge. Yeah, that's insane. His team just always win. What a coach. Okay. What a guy. What (laughs) What a guy. He 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 makes sure the barrel's always stocked. Oh yeah. It's always stocked. Um so contender I'd say. What about Chicago? How do you feel about them? That's a difficult that's, one. I'm so on the fence for them. I think they're starting to run out of steam. So do you I. see it in this team. Like they came out of the gate strong. Yeah. And now what I just are they don't doing? think they have the depth to to compete with all these teams who are you know, there's so many good teams. I just don't think they can compete with them. Trading Halverson in the offseason is yep, not looking They are lucky so that good. they have a great goalie because without uh, Corey Crawford, it would not be pretty. No. Still still think they could or probably will make the playoffs. You have Tane, Kane and Taze. Tane. It's, it's late here. Patrick Tane. <laughs> He's a pretty good uh, goal scorer, but you have Taves and Kane, and you know they can always make the magic happen. So you can't ever count them out. But I think their window's starting to close. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them. Nashville making a push with that recent trade. I think they're going to be good. They'll be a solid team. Yeah, I think they are a contender this year. There's nothing really more to say about that team. Yep, Dallas, just- kind of same thing. Could see them contending. Yeah, Jamie Benn's having a resurgence this year. Ben Bishop has looked good. Yeah, I thought that was a great offseason acquisition. We'll yep. see how he plays at the later stage. Radulov has been good. Yeah, they're so, they're they're a team to build to win now. It's an interesting division. We're pretty much contenders on every single team except Colorado. Yeah, pretty. So it, that's going to be an interesting division to watch down the stretch. There. Some of those games late in season are going to be fun to watch. When they're fighting for those points, it'll be fun to watch. The saddest thing is some of these contenders won't even make the playoffs. I know. If only we just had the 1-8 to best teams. You don't think any Pacific... Some Pacific teams might not even make the playoffs. Like, at that point. Yeah. Like, who realistically would beat them out there? Well, that is a great segue. Let's move to the Pacific. <laughs> so you have 
the division leading Los Angeles Kings. Yeah, they have looked really good this season, playing a different style of hockey, pushing the play more. Jonathan Quick playing the best hockey of his career, to be honest. He's been awesome so far this season. I know. Best hockey he played in his career definitely those playoff runs. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean regular season wise. Yeah, no, he's that team is I don't know how they're winning. Like no. John Quick is playing a different style this year. He used to always over play plays, if you know what I mean. He would yeah, over move. Lots of and he's definitely more composed in the net this season. And I think that's really helped him. Because I think he was a little bit overrated, but now he's kind of what people think he is. Yeah, I know they've they're getting production from Dustin Brown this year. Like, yeah, who saw that, that is, coming? I did not. They they gave him his minutes back, and look yeah. at what he's done. It's it's actually incredible. Kopitar bounced back. That you could you could have seen coming yeah. for sure. Like Kopitar is a great player, but yeah. this team, honestly, you have Drew Doughty on the back end there. They could actually be a contender. Like Definitely. I did not rate them highly at the beginning of the year, but. I do think they've gotten a bit lucky in some of their games, but you know what? Yeah, they got a good goalie, a couple very good defensemen, a big, uh, great center. So if you got those things, you can contend, definitely. I think they have some depth issues, but Pittsburgh showed last year that it doesn't necessarily matter. So I have them as a contender. Uh, And... Think about this. Jeff Carter coming back yep. would be a huge addition to that team. So Definitely. you know what? Los Angeles, you you can run away with this division this year if you uh, try your hardest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Now let's move on to everyone's favorite team, the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Wow. What a start. That's a uh, pretty cool story, to be honest. Yeah. Pretty ridiculous, to be honest. I it is. don't know how this team won so many games to start the season. Down to their fourth string goalie. It's, it's ridiculous. Nuts. People getting injured left, right, and center. Yeah. You have Flurry with a concussion, Subban pulling his groin, and Dansk, I don't remember what he was out for, but ridiculous. And then you have Legacy in that, and he's creating his own legacy yep. with every game wow. he plays. That's a pun. I wow. should leave now. <laughs> um, but how is this team winning games? Honestly, though, their PDO is so high. I know it is. You gotta gonna expect to them to drop back to earth soon. Definitely, but they have been good, and they've they've picked some players off from other teams who have played very well so far. You've got uh, you got guys like um, William Carlson, who's been very good. William Carrier, some of these guys who, when they drafted, you were kind of like, who the heck is that? But Riley Smith. Riley Smith. Oh, Jonathan they, they absolutely fleeced the Florida Panthers, um, getting Smith and Marcia, so. Um The only weird thing with them was the whole situation with Vadim Shipachov. Yeah, I don't understand that. Very I strange. Vegas wanted to... Um, keep their defensemen on their roster so they didn't give them up for free because, of course, they would be claimed. But you sign this guy for four and a half each year for two years, and he does not get a lick. Well, he does get he some NHL experience. three games for them. How and can, he scored a goal. Yeah. 
how can you determine that he's not a fit, as they said, with air quotes? Like, how can you determine that with a three-game sample? It just seems ridiculous to me. Like, give the guy at least a half a season before coming to those conclusions. Man, I I don't understand Vegas did there. I feel just bad for Shipachev. Yeah. Like, there's no excusing Vegas's behavior no. towards him and, like, the way they treated him. And I don't know what it was like behind closed doors, but I just was there's not a fan of the situation. It's weird. There's got to be something else going on there or something. I don't know. Very strange situation. But injuries and all, do you think heading forward they are a contender or would you have them as a pretender? Pretender. I am yep, sorry, Vegas. Too. It's been a great run and a cool story. But but if you can keep this kind of luck up for an entire year, buy a lottery ticket. Yes. So that you can get first overall pick, Ross yes. Stone. Yes, exactly. Um, who else should we talk about in this division? I feel I- like... What were you going to say? I'm thinking we talk about Edmonton. That's who I was going to go to as well. So, at the beginning of the year, I looked at Edmonton's team. I looked at some of the trades they made as well. Trading uh, Everly for uh, Strom. Terrible. They've already given up on Ryan Strom. I have no idea why they did that trade. That was ridiculously stupid. You have Zach Cassian playing on your second line. Yep. Absolutely ridiculous. And sure, they said, oh, Drysaddle's injured. Yeah, that's your first line, McDavid, Drysaddle, Maroon. After that, your team is basically spare parts. I don't – that's why I had put Edmonton as fourth in the division because Mm -hmm. I didn't think they were that good. This team is McDavid, Drysaddle, Talbot, and maybe Clefball if you want to say that. Didn't hear a mention of Adam Larson there. Not even Adam Larson. Well, no. we didn't mention Taylor Hall of New Jersey, so it's, it's, I, they get a pass on that. A bit one. ironic that uh, Edmonton now is looking for a scoring winger to play with Connor McDavid. Yeah, I like the irony there. This team is uh, disappointing on so many levels. Yeah, sure they can do it in the playoffs over seven game series, which when you have Connor McDavid on your team, yeah, that's possible because mm-hmm. it's a tight game. But during the regular season, I don't see I don't know if I see this team making the playoffs. No, I don't. To me they're a pretender. I honestly agree with that right now. McDavid can only carry them so far. To be completely honest though, every time I see Edmonton lose, I smile a little bit. Yeah, so do I. It's... I love McDavid, but I just don't respect the way that team has been managed. They're just not building a winning building a winning team there. Taylor Hall. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Nail Yakupov, Jordan Eberle, Jordan Eberle, Leon Draisaitl, and Connor McDavid. That is six players yeah. who you should have been able to build a forward core around. Yeah. That should be your top six. Yeah. Absolutely insane. And That's they have what? Two of them now. Three. three. Nugent Hopkins. Three. Sorry, is yes. still on the team, and he's you know he's playing okay, but. And then they're paying guys like. Nilan Lucic, six million bucks for however much longer. I think six more years. It, it's just they they've really screwed up there, and it's going to be hard for them to get out of it. And then you also have to factor in McDavid is making twelve and a half a year. Yeah, and Drysaddle's making eight and a half, I believe. Yeah, I think so, something like that. Twenty one million dollars is tied up in two players. That's a lot. 
how do you circ like how do you get I mean, around? They that had to cap? sign McDavid no matter what. Well, yeah, yeah. but that's a lot of money. That's McDavid said on that contract he left dollars so the team could be better. Mm-hmm. That is twelve and a half million dollars out of the cap. That's, that's a lot of money. Twenty percent of the cap, if my math is correct, which it probably isn't. So don't quote me on that. <laughs> I actually, I think fifteen million is twenty percent. So it's like, like something like that. So it's like I don't know. Seven, 17, 16% of the cap, but regardless, maybe I'm, whatever, regardless, this is insane. I don't see this team playing too well. Neither do I. I, I definitely don't see them making the playoffs. It was funny going into the year. I think the Vegas Lions had their over under number for points as the highest in the league. Perhaps. I think it was uh, Anaheim. No, it, it was Pittsburgh. It was one, the one that I saw. But anyways, they were in like the top three or five teams. Oh which boy, I, I I bet on that under. Smart man. Yes, I'm sure a lot of people bet on the over because it's Connor McDavid. Right, right, exactly. He's still a beast, but wow, this team can't do it alone. Apparently, no one can do it alone. It's a team sport. There's like 20 players dressed. Yep. Wow. Anyways, I think there's one other team for sure that we got to talk about, and that's the Arizona Coyotes and the start that they've had to this season. Oh my goodness. It has been not good. Arizona, I have two words for you. Clayton Keller. That's that's all you got. That's (laughs) it. You cherish this man with your life because there will not be too many bright days ahead by the way, this team is playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not too much to say. No, they just have been so bad. We they they, they aren't in a strong position right now. They they're actually playing absolutely horribly. I've got a few wins under their belt, but and we aren't mentioning them because they're contenders. We just wanted to let you know because they they they're just really bad. Yeah. Really we bad. thought they could have been good this year, like a decent team. Now, I, I did say in our preseason projections that they had a lot, a lot of young players, and I thought that they would get better as the season went on, and I still think that that is true. But, man, they have looked bad this season this season so far. They didn't get their first win until, what, their 11th or 12th game, something like that? I think it was their 12th it game, was but bad. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I, I had them... I didn't have them anywhere close to the playoffs in terms of points, but I did have them a bit higher up in the division in terms sure. of placement because I thought this division would just be absolutely horrendous Yeah, in terms of point generation. And, wow, Arizona, you are taking the cake in the uh, fail-for-nail sweepstakes, yep. but instead of nail, it's Rasmus Dolan. We, we need to think of one for, for Rasmus Dolan. We'll get back to Stalin you. Stalin for Dolan. Stalin for Dolan. There we that, go. That feels very Russian. Trademark it. Man, if he was Russian, that would be hilarious. It would be. But he's not. Yeah. Stalin for Dolan. Not bad. That, that, that's on the spot. On the spot. I like that one. We're going to um, tweet that one out. Yeah. Um, Trademark it. Awesome. So, who, who else? Is there anyone else we should mention? I guess there is. Vancouver's had a decent start, actually. Yeah, they have. I, I thought they would be a basement dweller, maybe the worst team in the league. Um, yeah. 
I, I don't think they'll continue. I, I think they are gonna gonna be a pretender. They'll sell some players at the deadline. Yeah. Other than that, though, could you imagine getting a two for one deal, two Sedins for the price of like one draft pick? Wow, two slightly used Sedins. <laughs> slight, slight mileage on them. Yes, slight mileage. Less than uh, three thousand miles skated. Actually, I don't know how many miles they would have skated over their career, but it's probably a decent. That'd be cool to know. They should track that in the NHL. Hopefully we get that eventually, and we can know who has skated the most of any player in the league. That would be fun. Doing laps around kids yeah. out there on the ice. That's difficult to do. But yeah. yeah, other than them, San Jose is kind of where I thought they would be. Calgary's maybe been a little bit unimpressive, but I still am pretty high on them. You as well? Yeah. Right. Anaheim, once they get healthy, they'll figure it out, but they've been riddled by injuries. Yeah, absolutely decimated, but they'll get there. Yep. So there's our way too early analysis of how teams have been so far this year. The pretenders and the contenders. So now you should go to Vegas and bet on every single thing we've said. It's foolproof. Don't do that, please. (laughs) I don't want you to complain. Don't do it. (laughs) Um. Yeah, we had sort of one other thing we wanted to look at was we've realized that scoring this season has been way up in the league. And last year, I believe, we only had one player who cracked the 100-point mark, didn't we? He cracked exactly the century yeah, mark. just Connor McDavid. Connor McJesus. Yes. Um, but yeah, I know you did a little bit of research. Just, gonna... just a little bit. So this year, and... It's more point-per-game average, so not all these players are necessarily going to hit 100 points this year because they could obviously drop in their scoring and maybe they missed a few games. But we actually have 22 players this year who would be on pace to crack 100 points. That's ridiculous. And we're a month into the season, which obviously some of these players are going to drop down because you have some defensemen in there. But, well, I don't know if... Eric Carlson really counts as a defenseman. He's just kind of like a rover. A rover. Yeah. Sweeper. Just kind of cleans up everyone's mess. Badass. <laughs> Although, he's one of the players who I think who started off injured could actually hit 100. Yeah, which is insane. As a defenseman. Nuts. How many games did he miss? He only ended up missing about four or five games or so. Yeah. Could you imagine if Carlson won the scoring race? If he won the Art Ross, that would be an, that's a Hart Trophy heart, right yeah, there. Gar- if Norris. a defenseman wins the scoring race, you have to get the Hart Trophy. I don't care. Hart, nor- don't even get the Norris. Get the Hart, but not the Norris. Wow. That would be very yeah. interesting. I, I don't even think that's possible. No, I doubt it. But yeah, he's not getting the Rocket Richard. But yeah, so we have 22 players, you said? Yes. Who currently have a point or a point per game pace that's high enough to crack 100 points. Yes. If you... If you multiply just by 82. Multiply by 82. That's insane. How, how many do you think we will end up with? How many do I think we will end up with? Well, if you look at it, you you got to say the Tampa Bay duo. Probably they will. We'll probably crack it unless Stamkos breaks his leg for the seventh mm, time. Cracks it, huh? Good, Cra- good, good, good one. Good choice of words. Oh. I died. <laughs> that was that was a good one. Um, 
Connor McDavid, I feel like he's got the stuff to crack it again. Yep. John Tavares, contract year. New York Islanders are playing. He wants to get paid. Oh, he's going to get paid. Oh, and he will, yeah. He's going to make eight digits probably, so be wary, team, yep. buying John Tavares. But he's, he's good, though, so that's okay. Yep. Austin Matthews, do you think he's going to crack 100 points this year? I know our preseason predictions were not... Preseason, uh, I would have said probably he would get close. Now I'll probably say he won't. You're a liar. You said like 70 points in preseason. Did I? Yeah. I thought I said Or like 75. 80. Yeah. I guess I was underestimating the increase in scoring this season. I definitely underestimated the yeah. increase in scoring. I, I picked Marner to beat him. Yeah, fourth liner. Fourth Mitch liner, Marner. Mitch Martin to beat him. <laughs> Mitch Martin. Martin and Marner might not even beat Matthews in scoring. Yep. That's disgusting. And then you have the the classic, everyday, like, 100-point player, Sean Couturier. Yes. <laughs> and Shane Gostas Bear, all the Flyers. All the Flyers are on this list, <laughs> including Jack Borchek. He could actually make it because he gets a boatload of assists. Yeah, he and does. that imagine you just have eighty assists. That would be very impressive. It would be. That's Joe Thornton esque. He's on pace for that. So, yeah, you know what? Although I think that Flyers line will regress a bit, but yeah, if if I'm gonna guess here, I say I think we'll have five plus. Six players. Six players? Hit 100 plus points. We're going to revisit this later. I'm going to say... Are you going with six? I'm going with six. All right, I'll I'll stick with my five. You're sticking with five? Baby. Should have bet like 20. Should we say which players we think it'll be? Should we go that far? That is difficult. I would say... Okay, I'm... Stamkos. Kucherov. Yeah, I'm going to say those two as well. Man, Eric Carlson, that's a difficult one. That's one where it's like... I don't think he's going... I, I, I hope I so, obviously. I want him but, to do it. But I don't think so. My next one is John Tavares. I think he's going to crack the 100-point mark. <coughs> I agree. I said John Tavares. Connor McDavid. Yeah, I, I think so, too. So that's four, right? That's four. I, I need... I need one more. You know what? I'm going to give it to him. Heart and soul, the least. Austin Moses Matthews yep. leading us to glory. Austin Matthews, eh? And then I got to... You know what? I'm going to go against conventional wisdom and say Eric Carlson. Wow. Nails the 100 points for the first time in his career unless he breaks his foot or something. I hope not. It, doesn't, it wouldn't matter. He'll still get it. He'll still get it. But my so he was your sixth, right? Actually, that, that that seems like a horrible idea to say Eric. Whatever, I'm I'm going with the Eric Carlson. All right, and I guess I don't really want to pick Austin Matthews, so I'm going to take someone else, and I'm going to say it will be Blake Wheeler. Blake, we- who gets a hundred points this season? I would have gone with Taylor Hall or like oh, yeah. Blake. You say Wheeler. that now, Blake Wheeler, hundred point producer. We're going to be looking back at this, and I'm going to look like a genius. Or Blake Wheeler. Man, that sounds that, even dumber than Eric Carlson. That line is ridiculous. Who? What is that line? That's It's Wheeler. You got Wheeler with Shifley and Ehler. 
Is that correct? Are you sure? I thought no. it was Shifley, Line, uh, Ehlers. Let me look it up here. And I thought it was Wheeler with Little and... Uh... No, no, Little is the center. Oh, yeah. What am I saying? It's Sorry, it's late. Oh. Wheeler, Shifley, and Kyle right now is Connor. Kyle Connor. That's interesting. But uh, who is it? Is someone hurt right now? Someone must be hurt at the moment. Matthew Perot. It was Matthew Perot. Okay, that that's who I thought it might be. But, but that that power play unit as well is just ridiculous. Wow. I think that Euler's oh, isn't even on Euler's. Yeah. That's that's an interesting one. Well, I got a hand to you. That's that's pretty ballsy. So it is. So is your Carlson pick. Hopefully, we hit the uh, six players hitting a hundred points. So I am right. Exactly mm-hmm. six. I don't even care if they're six different players. Just six people, please. Hit 100 points. And, uh, yeah, that basically will wrap up our Puck Perspective podcast, the fourth one, the fourth edition for uh, today. Uh, I really hope you enjoyed listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter uh, at UnleashedZKakin. Or you can follow myself at Dill underscore Robertson. Or you could follow the show at Puck Perspective. And um, have a nice day. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please remember to leave a like on SoundCloud and or iTunes. It really helps the show and really allows us to continue to do what we love to do. (laughs) Because without you, we don't exist. (laughs) Don't laugh at me.